episode of the money and mindset podcast so today we're going to be talking about money and mindset three things that you were doing wrong and these are the three things that I was always doing wrong (laughs) and these are the three things that I see so many other people still doing wrong and if you change these three just these three your life can dramatically change and I mean that wholeheartedly because this is what's happened with me if I can do this so can you and this is coming from someone who had you know the worst victim mentality um the worst financial literacy probably the worst bank account you've probably ever seen um and zero knowledge in the financial markets and finance as a whole so gaining financial freedom is literally just a game okay like in my previous episode, Play the Game, I go into this in more detail. So if that's something you want to look into, I definitely recommend, um, definitely go and play that episode. So money is everywhere. You've just been conditioned to believe that there's only one way to make it and how to make it. But first, it's important to remember that making money is action. Keeping money is behavior and growing money is knowledge. We're in 2022 now, but you can be your own bank in 2022. And that's one of the things I love inspiring people to do. Okay, so they are three really important um, things to remember. And I'm going to say it again. So making money is action. Keeping money is behavior. And growing money is knowledge. And I'm going to go into the grow money is knowledge um, section very, very soon. So this probably won't be a very long podcast episode. I really just kind of want to get to the point. Um, and there is so much value in here, so much information. And this could be, I don't know, maybe like 10, 15 minutes. And this can completely shift your perspective over money and your own personal finances. So the first thing I see people do wrong the first mistake I see a lot of is going broke saving. Okay. Stop going broke saving. You cannot save yourself to financial freedom. You cannot gain financial freedom in just a nine to five. What the system teaches us is to be a good employee and be in a lifetime of debt. And if you don't believe me, then why are there so many loans out there for the average people today? especially the payday loans. If mass societal debt wasn't a thing, then why do we have so many options in which loans to have, in which payday loans to have? Why do schools teach you the opposite of what it actually takes to be a successful businessman or businesswoman? Why are we encouraged to buy a mortgage, you know, as soon as we can? Because that's putting us in a lifetime of debt. Why are we pushed to go to university? Even though you... So I just seen something on my screen and I just quickly blew it off. Um, I, said, <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but if that was a weird sound, then that's what that was. I thought it was a bug, so like I lurky panicked. <coughs> but 
we're back in focus. Um, so why do we get almost pushed to go to university? You know, we're sold on the life that we will have amazing finances if we go to uni. But then why, when you look at the stats, suggests otherwise? You know, like, I beg to differ. When you look at the stats and shock you come out, you know, a, a hell of a lot of um, uni students are in standard uh, dead-end jobs because they can't find anything else or they change their mind because who the fuck knows what they want to do at 17? Not a lot of people. Um, and then guess what? You've got 50 grand's worth of debt. <laughs> you know, everything comes down to debt with what we're taught by the system to do. It is not a mistake. And also, FYI, if you're borrowing money, you're not borrowing it, you're buying it. This is why people struggle to get out of debt. The interest rate that you pay is the price you are paying to buy it. And inflation means that your money is quite literally losing value as it sits in your savings account. And, you know, it's not making much more than 0.01% ROI. If you can even call that ROI. I personally would not say 0.01% is a return of investment. Absolutely not. It's almost cheeky at this point. Like, it's laughable. If you had invested $100 into Bitcoin 10 years ago, you'd be a multimillionaire today. That wouldn't be the case if you kept $100 in your savings account 10 years ago. Not even close. So that is the first thing that people do wrong, is going broke saving and borrowing money. You're not borrowing money, you're buying money. The second thing you're doing wrong is believing that you aren't capable of financial freedom and that it's not meant for you. This places a huge uh, role, if that makes sense, in my past. So I always believed we were born with good luck or bad luck. And I used to always view the 1% differently, like they were like aliens to us. Like, And it's not true. You are capable of financial freedom. You separate yourself from the rich and probably believe that, you know, like I believe to a bomb with good luck or bad luck and there's nothing you can do about it. But honestly, the difference between the 1% and the 99% is how they think. It's just mindset. That's all it is. And before, you know, we go into victim mentality here, 88% of the millionaires in the world today are self-made. So you can rule out the idea that they're all lucky by being born into wealth. No, 88% of the millionaires are purely self-made. So what I notice is that a lot of ordinary every, everyday people like myself, we shoot down any opportunity that isn't, you know, classed as the norm, isn't something that we're told is normal. We don't like what we don't understand and so we call it a scam or we call it bullshit and we stay away. This this isn't just anything to do with finance. This is like everything in general. If you've not heard of something or you don't fully understand or you're not educated on something, the average person, I'm going to talk about Brits mainly because I know this seems to be British culture, um, is that we pull away. We freak out and we basically shit all over it. And this is a scarcity mindset and this is what keeps you in lack which means you are manifesting more lack. You are manifesting more of this. But people who hold a growth, success and are an open mindset, they look for opportunities and they take them up on them. Risks is where the money is and the freedom is. 
you know, but instead of investing into the final financial markets with the potential to make more, more than you could ever expect to make, people will put that same amount into a new iPhone that they have to replace two years later. Why? Because the iPhone is familiar to them and we're not educated on the financial markets in schools. So this is a case of assets versus liabilities. Having awareness of your spending habits is literally key to your finances. And when you hang around people that are like-minded, that do the same thing, you're, you're, there's not gaining awareness, you're not growing because you're all unconsciously doing the same thing. You have the same views, you have the same spending habits. And when you start hanging around different people, the awareness is like instilled in you. And I was like, I never knew how bad I was with finances until I started working around uh, wealthy people. I was very shocked, very shocked and almost worried. I was like, shit. I would have carried on like that if I hadn't have been around these people. You know, when I started studying the mind of the wealthy, because I am a little bit of a nerd, you know, in lockdown, I uh, was bored. So um, I actually decided to get a diploma in positive psychology and became a fully certified mindset coach. <laughs> Um, I am very impulsive, but I, I've just, I have actually always found how the mind works very, very interesting. Um, but even more so after my spiritual awakening, which is what led me to, um, psychology and mindset coaching. And, um, what I found was actually very, very interesting. So when I started studying the mind of the wealthy, I came across something called money scripts. And I think I've mentioned this in another episode, Money scripts are basically your subconscious belief around money. And, you know, 80% of our lives are actually run through our subconscious. It's only 20% is conscious. That's why having awareness around your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions is literally key to changing your life. If you don't know what's in your subconscious brain, you don't know how you're living life. And that sounds weird. And it may, you will be like, well, no, I know myself more than you. Uh, I beg to differ sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I beg to differ because it's a subconscious for a reason. If you don't know what's in there, mm, there are four parts to money scripts, okay? And this is what basically describes your relationship with money. So usually we all come under at least one, sometimes a few, sometimes all. And when you can sort of solidly pick which one you belong to, this is how you can start changing that. So we've got money avoidance, money vigilance, money status, and money worth. And understanding, like I said, you know, which one you fall into <clears throat> is really, really crucial because this is ultimately going to change your actions towards money. So money avoidance is when you are usually in debt. Um, you'll avoid checking your bank account regularly, especially after a night out. Um, and, you know, you have the belief that it's very, very hard to even make a small amount of money. Money vigilance is your anxiety around money. You know, being overcautious about what you spend. And that's ultimately telling your subconscious that you don't believe the money is always going to come back once you spend it. And that's ultimately going to manifest more lack, more fear. And when you are running in the scarcity mindset, it's very, very, very hard, almost impossible to manifest financial freedom, financial abundance, because this is almost like a money block, okay? Energy is just money. This is an en a money energy block that, is your, that you're literally creating um, with your mind and your beliefs. 
So money status is another one. And that's where your self-worth is determined by your bank account. Okay. So you will view yourself or others as less or more depending on what their bank account says. And this ultimately will keep you unhappy and chasing money for the wrong reasons. Like your self-worth is not determined by your bank account. Someone who has a bigger bank account than you is not worth more than you. Net worth props, but not self-worth. And then money worship is when you depend on money to give you happiness. And that's the only, that's literally only one of the things that can make you happy in life. But this, of course, isn't true because <laughs> true long-term happiness isn't conditional, you know? Money making you happy or believing that money makes everyone happy, makes the world happy, and that's it. That's just conditional. It's short-term. And so, you, again, you will keep chasing the money, chasing and chasing to fill a void. And guess what? Chasing something means it doesn't want to be caught. You're meant to attract money, not chase money. You know, the majority of society, I've noticed, fall into this category um, particularly. And I did as well. I mean, I'm still healing my relationship with money. I've come so far. And I'm just basically sharing you guys what I find along the way. You know, you are capable of financial freedom. You just need to be around the right people and the right vehicle to get you there. You know, if nothing changes, nothing changes. If you want different, you have to do different. And that takes massive determined action. You have to do something about it. You are not stuck. The only thing that's keeping you stuck is you and your mind. You change that and you change your situation. Okay. And then the third thing you're doing wrong is having one income source. We're in 2022. One income source does not cut it anymore, especially when you look at the rates of inflation. Like, look how much things are going up by. And then, you know, I've said this to people and they've been like, oh, yeah, but then I'm getting a raise from my job. Yes, but is your raise the same percentage as everything else that's going up? No. So pipe. <laughs> pipe it, please, because that is not going to help you. Congratulations. You have earned an extra 40 pence an hour. That's not going to cut it. I'm afraid to tell you. <laughs> Being dead serious right now. You know, and a lot of people think that having a second income, a third income, a fourth income will take so much work and effort that they literally quit before they even get started. Or you just don't know where to start and how to start. And then you're literally putting yourself into paralysis by analysis and you end up going slower and going backwards rather than going forward. Having a second income source, especially in the financial markets, is probably the most effective, especially with uh, the platform that I am with and that I can provide for other people. There is no inventory to purchase. There are no overheads to cover. You know, your money is working harder than you, even whilst you're not physically working and it's easily fitted around your schedule. You will not find another income source that is like this. You will not. What's awesome is that you can get started right away, be making money within the first month sometimes. And how? Because whilst we're working close with experts to understand the financial, um, to understand financial literacy, financial independence, financial freedom, what it takes, we're also making money along the way. And that literally takes two seconds by copying and pasting information into profit. That's how it works. Copy and paste profit. We get these from our experts. Easy peasy. That's literally it. There is no catch. Obviously, it is not free, but this is what investments are. 
okay? It's a, you get a return on investment. What you're getting in return is financial literacy, financial independence, financial freedom, and a second income source. That's a big ROI. But then most people won't take up on this. They'll keep their money in their savings with a 0.01% ROI and just continue moaning about their situation. Continue saying that saving money for a house is impossible. Get out of victim mentality. I hate to say it, but I'm saying this because I was that person. So I can say this very confidently. You are in victim mentality. Nothing good will come from that. The power of cryptocurrency is only getting stronger. It's not going anywhere. And I genuinely believe that there's going to be a lot of people with regret with, I don't know, five to ten years max, if not sooner. And they'll be massively regretting that they didn't get involved with crypto sooner. I can promise you that. And I mean actually learning financial literacy, the financial markets, understanding how to trade and invest your crypto properly. Like I get so many people that will message me um, asking for advice on how to actually make money with crypto because they have crypto, but they're not making money off of it. That's because you don't have the skills. You don't have the knowledge. And that's fine. This is why we're here. You know? Like, like I said at the start, money is everywhere. Making money is action. Keeping money is behavior. And growing money is knowledge. This is really, really key to understand. Oh, I'm vibing to this music as well. Can you hear that? This song, I play it every single time and it just, I get in such a good vibe. Oh, I bloody love it. Right, back to what we were saying anyway. So, like I was saying, you know, success, financial freedom is a mindset. Okay, you need to look at assets versus liability. You need to look at your money scripts. You need to have more than one income source. You can get started straight away and start making money if you are just willing to make that first investment. Take the risk. You know, and look at the future and the power behind NFTs. I'm just saying, people are still sleeping on NFTs. I'm still learning. I'm still new with NFTs. But that is a whole other thing as well. People think it's just a little bit of artwork. Interesting, because there are literally 17, 18, 19-year-olds becoming millionaires overnight with NFTs. No cap. Now is, you know, it's not enough to just buy and hope with crypto or NFTs you know, the, the, like randomly when you hear about a coin that pops up, oh, and you just put money into it and you wonder why you're not making money. And also it's not, you know, the amount you're investing with. It's all about time. Timing when, you know, making another investment is key. Time is key. It's not the amount. And this is a big myth in the financial markets is that you need so much money to get started. You don't. You just need timing, knowledge behind the timing. And let me be honest, right, okay? It's not as scary as, com- as uh, and complicated as it may seem. It looks really daunting. It sounds really daunting. When you're in around the right people and you're in the right vehicle, 
it's not. It can be a little, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of digesting at the start. You know, it can be a little bit of confusing, but then once you let yourself digest it, it becomes so simple. So simple. And if me, failing maths at school, never been a numbers person, before I joined, having zero knowledge, I barely even knew what cryptocurrency was. If I can do that, if I can be like that and then do this, you can too. There's no excuses. So let's say you're, you know, able to take early retirement, okay? You're able to stop working at 50, travel the world, spend time with your family, shop down the designer high street, splash money on those five-star holidays, you know, be debt-free and never have to worry about money again. And imagine if all of that came to a price of just up to, you know, $1,000. I bet you'd find that 1K very, very quickly. Whereas before you may not, you may have said, oh, I don't have that. But I bet if someone said that to you, you'd find that 1K very quickly. You know, and I'm not saying that lifestyle is 100% going to happen. But is it possible? Absolutely. There is no cap in what you can earn in the financial industry. And it's known to make the average person, person wealthy. That's why the governments don't like it. That's why the banks don't like it. Because people are becoming financially independent. We are doing with our money what the banks do with your savings. The difference is we're keeping the profit. Okay? We're not depending on that 0.01 ROI, percent ROI. We're not depending on that anymore. And they don't like that. Okay? So I'm currently opening my spots to bring new people in who basically just want a change in their financial situation. You know, they want a change in their financial understanding and, you know, they want a second income source. They want to change their life and they're hungry. I am willing to give my time to those people who are listening. So if you are interested or you have any questions, anything at all about what I do, then please head over to my Instagram. It's alice.werrit. It's in my podcast profile and message me crypto and we can chat further and we can get you started. There is no decision made without massive determined action. So I hope you all have a blessed day. I will catch you on the next episode. Um, and we're going to be talking about a little bit more personal development as well and how it's all tied in together. So have a beautiful day and I will see you on the next episode. Ciao. I was on fire for you. Where did you go?